of the Holy Spirit, one true God. Amen. As we observe the Holy Apostles' fasts, we are reminded today in the Gospel reading that He sent them out two by two to minister the Gospel of the Kingdom of God. St. Matthew says it like this, I send you out two by two. Go and preach the Gospel. Cleanse the leper, heal the sick, and raise the dead. Freely you receive, so now freely give. I send you out as lambs among wolves. So therefore, be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. I want to speak particularly on the latter portion of this gospel passage where Jesus gives the advice and recommendation to his apostles to be wise as servants and innocent as doves. There are a few words that are synonymous with wise, such as prudent, cunning, true. And there is an apt synonym for the word innocent, which is harmless. Jesus is telling his disciples that when they go out two by two to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to cleanse the leper, to raise the dead, that there will be opposition, that there will be those individuals who will come against their ministry, who will speak ill of their ministry, who will try to destroy what they build up. In other words, be careful of deception. Because many times in ministry, deception comes disguised. It doesn't come with a great sign. I am the deceiver. I am going to destroy now what you built. But deception comes with shrewdness. It comes with prudence. Therefore, Christ is saying, just as they come to you with prudence, with wisdom, with cunningness, so also you must behave. Be prudent, be wise, be cunning in what you do in your behavior, how you respond, but at the same time, never ever harm anybody. And I believe that Christ meant don't harm anyone physically or emotionally or verbally. 
You be wise where you are. You be prudent where you are. You be cunning where you are in the Lord Jesus Christ and move forward with the mission that He has given to you. So therefore, what does this mean to us? When we look at the American Christian scene, what we see is a lot of deception, especially in terms of quantity over quality. What we see is that success is determined by how many people we can get into the pews. American Christianity, non-apostolic Christianity, is all about filling the rows with people. Apostolic Christianity is about filling people with God. And so therefore, quality comes before the quantity. And Christ was never about quantity. He always wanted quality. That's why he picked 12. That's why he had a core group of people that knew what he was about, that knew how he acted, that knew his preaching, that knew his teaching, that knew his charisma, that knew his healing. And so therefore, he sent those 12 out. Do not be deceived by quantity. Just because there is quantity does not mean there is quality. In any time that we go after the big, the better, without the quality, we will be, at the end, a big fool. We will look foolish in front of the society and in front of others. Because rather than quality in our ministry, in our parish, in our lives, we went for the quantity. That's a deception. Because we're not being wise. We're not being prudent. We're not being cunning. And we're not thinking enough. Rather, we're taking steps that are too fast, too forward, above and beyond where we need to be and where God wants us to be. Look at our personal life. Do we want to make as many friends as we can, especially in the Facebook world? All the friends that we can get on Facebook, including myself, I'm not excluded in this, I think I got about 2,000. We want all the friends. We want all of the people around us. But I would say, especially to the younger crowd, to the younger group, you know, because when you get married, you have your core. You have that group around you already. But to the younger group, Choose a few good friends. Don't try to go after so many people to be popular because the quantity will be there right now in your life and you'll think that's good. But remember, that's going to diminish because quality is what lasts and what keeps you afloat. It's what keeps you going. 
In marriage, we often think of quantity, including myself. Especially in the society that we live in. Quantity, give our wives flowers, give our wives chocolate, give our wives this, give our wives that. We end up thinking about quantity over quality. How about the quality time that we can spend with our wife? How about the sacrifice that we can do each and every day for our partner, for our spouse? You see, quality goes above and beyond quantity and it lasts. You can see this in the framework of our careers, of how we conduct ourselves in our life. So be wise, be prudent, be cunning. Don't be deceived by what society is trying to teach you by what our culture is trying to teach us, but rather, as Christ would think, so let us think as well. And in the end, cause no harm to no one. Be innocent as doves. And the Lord Jesus Christ will bless you, He will prosper you, and He will put you into a place of influence and high regard. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for this morning you have given to us. To worship you, to glorify you, and to praise you. To receive your precious body and blood. So that our sins can be remitted. So that we can come before you as righteous sons and daughters. As we look around in the world, which we are so immersed in, especially in our culture, we ask for forgiveness for not wanting the quality in our lives. Lord, I pray right now that you would give us strength to stand up in this generation to be people of quality, people who seek after truth, and the people who want to seek the kingdom of God. Once again, Lord, we submit all things to you. We praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and always and forever. Amen. The departed soul that we remember today is Mariama Abraham, Bessie's maternal grandmother. As a father shows mercy to his children, hallelujah. So the Lord shows mercy to those who fear Him.